Hey, this is the Thrive Church Podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. Hey, we're doing a series right now uh, called Roots. Roots. And uh, we're talking about where is your life rooted and anchored? Uh, Where is our identity, our faith, our love, our peace, our hope? Where is it rooted? Where is your life planted and rooted? And where your life is planted or rooted will either cause you to thrive or toil. Uh, Where our life is rooted, if it's with shakable things and that can shift, you know, maybe what we do, our achievements, what others say, what we have, um, our abilities. When those things shake and shift, then so do our identity, so does our life, so does our peace, so does our faith. And as Christ followers, that we actually can put our roots down to an unshakable kingdom, the Bible says. Unshakable kingdom. And that is, uh, we can anchor our lives, root our lives in Jesus and the kingdom of God. Colossians 2 is like the key scripture for this series. And we're talking about, um, and now just as you are accepted, uh, Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow in truth, uh, in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. I believe as you put your roots into Christ, into God's kingdom, as you deepen uh, your roots in Him, that you will really thrive in life. And the deeper you go in Him, the more you will have strength, the more you will have peace, the more you will flourish, you'll have stability, that you will be unshakable. That's actually what we talked about last week week is that when you plant your roots into the kingdom of God, that you will actually be unshakable. No matter what storms of life come, Jesus says the storms of life, that there will be tribulation. But when you plant yourself down, your life down into God, into Jesus and his kingdom, a kingdom that cannot be shaken, that is not changed by economy, not changed by what's happening around in the world, not changed by what's happening politically, but that when you plant your life down there, that you too will be unshakable. Uh, A key scripture for our church really is Psalms 92, uh, 12. It says this, the righteous man will flourish like a palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will yield fruit in old age. They will be full of sap and very green. I believe that's a promise from God that as you are planted, as you are rooted in where God has placed you, in his kingdom, in his house, that you will thrive, that you will flourish. Now, if you missed last week, you can always check it out on, uh, on our podcast, anywhere good podcasts are found. But hey, we're continuing our series. Uh, the message uh, this morning, we're going to call it Anchored for Adventure. Anchored for Adventure. You know, God has a purpose and plan for your life. God has a purpose and plan for your life. As long as you are on this earth, that means God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And, and we, I believe that really when we truly do life with Jesus, it is not boring, it is not mundane, but it is the furthest thing from it. I believe it is an adventure, that is an excitement, that God has better plans for your life than anything that you could come up with on your own. An adventure uh, full of fulfillment, Peace, 
purpose, a life that God has for you. And as long as you're on this earth, that God has a plan and purpose. I don't think you're ever too young or too old that you've, that you've passed it. As long as you are breathing, that means that God has a purpose for you. You aren't too old. You're not too young. God has a good purpose for you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not disaster, to give you a hope and a future. God this morning says, I have good plans for you, for you. You know, Isaiah 55, 8, it says this. It says, my thoughts, this is God saying, speaking through the prophet, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. You know, God's ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. So God has an elevated perspective. He has a higher way, a better way. And know what's in that way for you? His thoughts and plans. God has a better, higher thoughts and plans for your life than anything you could think of. They are thoughts for good, for hope, a future. God has got good plans for you. You know, in 1 Corinthians 6, it says, Dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking to you as plainly as I can with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. I believe God has a wide open, spacious life for you with Christ. That God has got good plans for you, a hope and a future. And that the uh, plans of hope, a future. And, you know, the Apostle Paul wrote this by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He said to press towards the upward call of God. That God has an upward call on your life. To press higher into the things that he has for you. That his ways that are higher than yours. His thoughts that are higher than yours. That's in Philippians. You have an upward call on your life because of Christ. You know, to come into the purpose, the plans that God has for you. I believe it is a life of adventure. It's a life of significance. And it's a life of purpose because it is his purpose and it is his plan. You know, there was a man named Abraham, Abram and God said, hey, I've got a plan for you. He called out to Abraham and then he responded and he started a God adventure. He started a God adventure. His name was changed to Abraham, and he lived a life of adventure, a God adventure. There was a guy named Joseph, and God uh, said, hey, go into the promised land. And uh, he led the Israelites into the promised land. They went through battles, things that on his own he wasn't qualified to, to handle. But because God was with him, he, he lived a life of adventure. You know, uh, an angel came to a young lady and said, hey, hey, uh, the angel said, you are chosen by God. She responded, be it to me according to your word. And then she carried the son of God. She carried Jesus, Mary, right? You know, there was a man named, and that's, I would say that's some adventure right there. Uh, there was a man named Saul. He was persecuting the church. And then he came and he, he encountered Jesus on a road trip. Right? He was on a road trip to Damascus. He encountered Jesus, and Jesus uh, in, uh, came into his life. He responded. Later, his name was changed to Paul. He responded to God's call, the upward call on his life. He wrote the majority of the New Testament. He planted a ton of churches. He was a, an apostle. 
These guys all had an upward call on their life. They responded to God's call on their life, and they had an adventure with God. I believe that you today have an upward call on your life. That you have, uh, just like those people in the Bible, you have an upward call on your life. A plan, a purpose from God that he has for you. For you to come up to his, his way of doing things, his way of thinking things, his way of th- seeing things. And for him to use your life to move and advance his kingdom. You know, um, and all these people that I mentioned there, they all had something in common. They were anchored and rooted for adventure. They were anchored and rooted for adventure. Their faith, their hope, their confidence was anchored in something that could not fail, that would not fail. You know, years ago, I, uh, years ago, it was only a few years ago, probably, what was that, six years ago, I started a uh, high-rise window cleaning company. So we would Thanks, mom. Uh, we would uh, rappel off of buildings, and uh, and like God totally blessed this company. We did some pretty cool things. I'm going to show you a little video of what I do so I can give you a better picture. So this is what I used to do with my company. I used to do high-rise rope access stuff. I, I would rappel off. Literally, there would be a good, perfectly good building, and we would hop off the edge to clean the windows. And uh, so the highest I've been is 40 stories up, um, which is pretty cool. So, like, you look below. People look like ants. There's buses that go. I, like, it, I... It was a job, a company where there was some adventure. There was some excitement in what I was doing. Um, and and it, was, it was pretty cool. You'd go below, you'd look down. Birds are like, the highest I was was 40 stories up. Uh, and birds are like flying below you and like all this sort of cool stuff. And, but when I went over the edge, I didn't just hop over onto this just because. I didn't like look on the roof and say, here's a pipe. Here's a random pipe. I'm going to click into that. Because why? Because literally, that was my lifeline like you, like you saw in that. My lifeline was on that rope. What I anchored into said, okay, if I'm going to live or if I'm going to die, quite literally. It said, if I'm able to get to those new heights. Now, I got to experience some things that not too many people experience on the outside of that, on the outside of skyscrapers and doing some cool things like that. But I had to be very purposeful in where I would hook up my lifeline. I needed to be anchored to something that was secure, that wouldn't move, that wouldn't change, so that I could go on to this adventure, that I could go to new heights, experience things that not too many other people experience. Now there's this other picture. Um, so these are anchors. So they're anchored on the roof. So this is what I would hang on, a type of them, this one type. So those go down right into the building structure. And so we would hook uh, steel carabiners on there, and I would repel off. This would be able to, one of those would be able to hold like two trucks. So if you had two trucks in your driveway, one of those would be able to hold it. So that was a secure thing. I knew when I was hopping over that this was not going anywhere. This was staying there so that I could go up and over and I knew it was secure so that I could go and do, go to heights that not too many people go to. I could, I could do things that not too many people have. It wasn't like I hope these things work. I knew that I knew that I knew I could trust them and I was able to go over. You know, and it didn't matter, thank you, Audrey, no matter when the rain came down, when the wind blew, what the storms came, nothing was going to change those anchors. I was secure in there. I was secure in there. You know, I believe there's only one place where we can anchor our faith, 
our hope and our confidence. And, and his name is Jesus. You know, 1 Peter 1, 3, it says, Praise be to the God of our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercies, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Christ Jesus. Today, you have a living hope in Jesus. Uh, for John 1, uh, 1 to 3, it says this, In the beginning was the Word that already exists. The Word was with God. Uh, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning. God created everything through him, and nothing uh, in him was, uh, was created except through him. In 1 John 1.14, it says, So the word became human and made his home among us, Jesus. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we were saved, uh, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father, a father's one and only son. So Jesus is the word. And Jesus and the word of God is where we can anchor our faith, our hope, our confidence. There is no other place that we can anchor our faith, our hope, our confidence. Uh, and when we do anchor our faith, our hope, our confidence on him. It allows us to go to that upward call that God has for us. For us to be able to step out to new heights that God has. Because we know that this anchor will not fail. Jesus will not fail. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, faith is not a blind leap of I'm in faith and just jumping off without knowing anything. I believe faith really is a well-calculated step on the word of God. On what God has said in his word, his character, who he is. And so when you're going over the edge, when you're stepping into what God has called you to do, that you can know that that anchor that you have your faith in, your hope in, your confidence in, that is Jesus, who is the Word of God. That, that what God has said, that your life will not be, is in good hands. It is on good anchor. It will not change. Why? Because God will not change. You know, in uh, Hebrews uh, 15, uh, it says this, that, um, that this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchors for our soul. That the hope of that, that we have in Jesus is a, is a trustworthy, strong anchor for our soul. Jesus is the anchor for our faith, our living hope, and a place of security for our souls. He, uh, he is the only one where we can anchor our life. Because he doesn't change his mind. And when you step out in faith, and as God leads you, you can be confident knowing that your anchor that your life is hooked up to, by faith, Jesus is not going anywhere. That it is a strong anchor. That he is not moved by the storms of life. He is not moved by the challenges that we may face. He is strong anchor. And that when you are anchored into him, when you anchor your life into him, when your faith is anchored into him, you are really anchored for adventure. You are anchored for adventure. You are hooked up to Jesus and embarking on an adventure full of purpose, full of his purpose, his peace, significance because of who Jesus has called you to be, and for impact. You know, when I was on the side of the buildings, um, I didn't just hook up to anything, right? I was purposeful in hooking up to the only anchors that I could, that I knew would hold my weight. Why? Because I wanted to know, okay, you got me. Does this have me? They were tested. They were true. You know, when it comes to our life, if my faith is anchored in my prayers, 
instead of the one I'm praying to? Or if my faith is anchored into my good works, into instead of the source of everything good, if my faith is anchored into my plans, my schedule, my timeline, instead of the one who knows the beginning from the end, if my faith is anchored in the blessings instead of the source of where all blessings come from, I'm going to tell you this, is my faith and confidence will not hold. My faith and confidence will not hold. It will not last. Um, but, and I won't be able to go into that upward call that God has for you and I. Because my faith is anchored into the wrong place. Instead, uh, we need to anchor our lives in Him. In order to walk in all that God has for you. To go into that upward call that God has on your life. Our faith needs to be anchored and rooted to to the one who we are praying to, not our prayers. Our faith needs to be anchored to the one who is good, not our good works. Not, not that I'm just trying to do good to get in God's good books. No, no, no. God was already good. He is good. Because when we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? When we're anchored in him who is good. Our faith not needs to be in the one who knows the beginning from the end, not in my timeline, not in God, I sent you this spreadsheet, I'm trusting you that you follow my timeline, right? His timeline, what he has for you is better than anything you could come up with. You know, I believe our faith needs to be in God, not even just the things of God, but in God. Not going after just what's in his hand, but going after him. I sort of see it as like a hug in some ways. If you're going after someone, I see it like as God. If you go after God and you just give him a hug, man, when his hands wrap around you. So when you go after who God is, that what God has in his hands will just naturally envelop you and be a part of you, right? That you allow him to do that. You know, you cannot reach where God has for you on your own ability. It's actually impossible for you to walk in the fullness of what God has planned for you in your own ability and own strength. You know, the people who walked in that upward call that God had from that I listed before, they all had this in common. They were anchored for adventure. Their faith was anchored and rooted in God and His Word. If we want to go to new heights, new places uh, that God has, we need to anchor our faith, our hope, our confidence in Jesus and in his word. There's only one source, one true source where we can anchor our faith, our confidence, and that is Jesus and his word. You know, I believe don't anchor your, your hope into a political system. Not, not, I believe we should pray for our politicians. I believe that we should be voting our values. I believe that we should be participating with that. But my faith isn't in a political system, right? My faith is in Jesus. I actually don't think that God is a card-carrying uh, blue, red, purple, green, yellow, orange, sapphire. He is just God, right? I, I don't think I'm not going to anchor my hope in my job. Or, my econ- or the economy, because those things go up and down. Instead, I'm going to anchor for where my provision is. I know that my provision it comes from Him. It is where He is where it comes from. So I anchor my hope into Him, not my job, not my company, not my investment, not, not, not my, you know, say, I anchor it into Him. I'm not anchoring it into, into like, 
into any place, just him. You know, another thing I'm so thankful for is I'm so thankful for doctors, for nurses. I'm so thankful that we live in Canada where, like, you can just go and it is like you are good. And and there's so many times with Levi, uh, many of you guys know the story about, like, when the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck, he came out, he was just fine, my son. Um, Or there's so many times where I'm so thankful for medical professionals. But know what? My hope, my faith isn't in the medical professionals. My hope, my faith is in Jesus. And I know that God will use doctors. He will use medicine. He will use what, what is here to, to work it out. But my hope, my faith is not in that. It is in him. It is in what he has. Our faith should be anchored in him, not in any system, not in, in anything else but him. You know, right now, if you were to turn on, on the TV right now, right, every news thing you hear about is the coronavirus, right? Like, you hear about it all the time, all the time. Uh, and and it's, it's real, right? It's real. Like, people are getting sick. There's people getting quarantined. Um, the, like, the medical professionals are still trying to figure it out. It's real. It's, it, and it's freaking people out. Like, apparently there's shortages of toilet paper. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. I'm on two rolls at home. So I might, uh, you know, I might be calling you guys later. But, um, but you know, it's real, though. Like, there are people dying. There are people getting sick. Um, but I believe that our, our faith, our hope can't be in just knowing where, what the root cause of this is or how it is transmitted. I believe that we need to anchor our hope, our faith in Jesus when it comes to this. Now, faith and wisdom go hand in hand. Like, you know, wash your hands like they're saying. Don't go to Wuhan, right? Like, you know, there's faith and wisdom go hand in hand. But you know what? My, my faith should not be in the medical system. I believe God will use the medical system. I believe God will use medical professionals. I am so thankful that God has given us doctors, given us nurses. But know what? My faith, my hope is anchored in something that is, is unmovable no matter what situation. Someone who knows the beginning from the end, who knows um, how it's all going to end, and that is Jesus. You know, Psalms 91, it says this. It's very applicable. Uh, it says this. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, I, and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from ed- every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of terrors by, of the night, nor arrows that fly by day. Do not dread the disease that strikes in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes in midday. Though a thousand may fall on your side, ten thousand at your uh, are, are dying around you, that uh, these evils will not touch you. That is what God says about you. I believe that, that we can put our, our faith, our hope, our confidence in him. You know, it's real I, I, of, of the fear. But can I just say this? Remind you that fear is not from God. That, that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you a power, love, and a sound mind. That, know what, that this is, it's a real thing. Please use wisdom. Don't, like, wash your hands. Do what you need to do. Do what the professionals are saying to do. But know what, my hope isn't in my washing of my hands. 
My hope isn't of me isolating myself. My hope isn't doing a seven-ply mask. No, what? My hope is in him. And if, I, if, if they recommend me to do it, yeah, I'm going to do it. But my hope is not in that mask. My hope is not in my hand sanitizer. My hope is in Jesus. My faith is in Jesus. I want to encourage you this morning that as we're going through this, as, as, a, as a whole planet we're going through this, know where your hope is anchored, where your faith is anchored. Say, you know what? I'm putting my lifeline into him. I'm putting my lifeline into him. I know that no weapon formed against me will prosper. I know that no disease that comes by, it will not affect me and my family. That you draw the bloodline, you say, no, 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 this ain't coming my way. And then as well, faith and wisdom go hand in hand though. You know, take precautions, but know what? Where is your faith, your hope anchored in? And that is Jesus. You know, anchor your faith, your confidence in him. Matthew 6.33 says this. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own thing, sufficient for its own trouble. You know, this morning I want to encourage you to anchor your faith, your hope in Jesus, who does not change, who is not moved by what's going around us, but instead that we can be unmovable, unshakable when we anchor our lives with him. That we don't anchor to a system or to our works or what we can do, but to him. And then no matter what storm may come, no matter how much the wind may blow, no matter what's happening in the world, what's happening in the economy, you'll be secure and standing and actually you'll be anchored for adventure with him. Why? Because you are anchored with Jesus. And I believe that you'll go to new heights that God has for you. That when you anchor your life with him, you are anchored for an adventure. God has a good plan for your life, hope, and a future. No matter what stage of life you're at, he has a plan, a purpose for you. As long as you are on this earth breathing, it means that God has a purpose and a plan for you. That you have a good plan. It is a higher plan, a better plan than even anything you can come up with. God has an adventure for you full of his purpose, his plan, and his peace and significance. There will be places that you'll go with God. When you anchor your life with him, you'll say, how did I even get here? And that's just simply because you said, I'm going to anchor my, my faith in him, my hope in him. God has an adventure for you. When we anchor our faith, when we root in him, I believe you are anchored for adventure. Would you stand with me? You know, Matthew uh, 11, uh, 28, I believe Jesus is giving us an invitation to, to come to him. It goes like this. It says, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Jesus invites us, I believe, to make him the anchor of our life. To make him the anchor of our hope, for our confidence to be anchored into him because he does not change, that he is a solid 
firm foundation. That no matter what winds may go, no matter what storms may come, that we can know that he's not going anywhere. We are secure in him. Now we're anchored for a God adventure, a God purpose on your life. Just close your eyes for a moment of privacy for those around you. You know, maybe there's areas in your life where looking at it, you're like, ah, I'm not really anchored. I haven't anchored my faith to him. Maybe it's I've anchored it to something else than Jesus. Maybe it's my works. Maybe it's a system. Maybe it's what I can do. But I believe there's an opportunity right now for you to respond to him when he's saying, come to me, get away with me, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn those enforced rhythms of grace as you anchor your life in him that there'll be security, stability, but that you're anchored for an adventure with him. If you're here today and you're like, I want to hook up my life, rehook my faith to Jesus, rehook my faith, my trust, or my confidence in him, would you just raise your hands right now and we're just going to pray. Father, I thank you for every single person here, Father. Father, I thank you that we can anchor our faith, our hope, our confidence in you. Not in what we can do, not in the systems, but Father, we can anchor our faith, our confidence, our hope in you. And that when we anchor our life with you, that we're able to go on that God adventure, that we're anchored for an adventure, that upward call, those good plans that you have for us, that you've planned before the foundations of this earth. Plans, Father, of good, of hope, and a future. Plans of significance. Father, I thank you that you see every single person here as significant. Father, that you see every person here as, as purpose, that they have a purpose, Father. So, Father, I thank you for just your peace. And, Father, for, for you just to, re, for you to rebirth or... or Breathe anew of, of hope into people, of, of, of your purpose in people, Father. I thank you, God, for that. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, thrivecalgary.ca. See you next time.